Belco is a non-profit organization that facilitates American companies in South America. All employees, lend me your full attention. Hey, it's Jesus. Your chance of survival increases by following my orders. Your task is simply this. Kill three of your co-workers, or we will kill six others. Hey, all the lines are dead. We need to evacuate the floor. Hey, come on, it's a joke, man. Hey, listen up, everybody. Whoever's doing this, they're having a little fun at our expense. Start working here, they put tracers in the back of our heads. You must not remove the tag from your body. Follow our directives, or we will detonate the explosive. Begin. I ain't melting at all. Do you know what kind of metal this is? I don't really know. We need to discuss all our options. We do not have the right to take innocent human lives. What are you doing? Kids need me. Stage two, commence. We don't need no more weapons. We need to work together to get the hell out of here. Don't fucking move. In two minutes, we want 30 of you dead. If 30 of you are not dead, we will end 60 of your lives ourselves. Welcome to Dead Hour. I'm Jordan Catlin. And I'm Tristan Catlin. And tonight we went and saw a movie that I was really excited about. Hoping to see it last week, but that fell through. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But we got to go tonight, or today. We went early for once on a Sunday. Weird. Yeah. We went and saw the Belco experiment. Basically, every office worker that hates their job's wet dream. Yes. Uh, I mean... Who doesn't dream of an instance where you have to kill some people you work with? Just the ones that piss you off, usually. Not all of them, but... Yeah, that's where it gets sucky in this. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does start to deteriorate. But there is a line, like, halfway, maybe not even halfway into the movie, but where the main character, uh, Mike, he says something like, you really think they're going to let us walk out if we do this? They're yep. going to kill us all. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't think of that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that didn't hit me. It was just like, I don't know. They never really let you go. Like, maybe a few of them will get let go. I don't don't know. No, because then they're going to go and tell. Yeah, but who's going to believe it if it's only, like, two or three? Yeah. You know? Ah, you're crazy. Look at this building's not dirty with blood and bodies. They cleaned it up, apparently. Right, or got rid of it. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy fuck. By the time he found help or something. Yeah. I mean, they, they were pretty far away. He would have had to get through security checks. But anyway, movie starts off in this everyone coming to work. And I guess it's in South America, in mm-hmm. Colombia. I 
slowly piece that together throughout the movie. They so. said it in the beginning, it was like, there's a text in the very beginning, in the, I think the left corner of the screen. Ah, I, I must have missed that. It said the city in Columbia. Okay, yeah. I guess I was looking down or not looking mm-hmm. at the corner whenever that happened. But all these people are coming to work. And at first I thought it was pretty normal. You know, government, sanctioned building, job, whatever. They had all these extra security checkpoints. They had the guys, like, you always imagine seeing at uh, border patrols where they have the mirror down, or I guess bomb squads and everything. Yeah. They have the mirror on the long pole, and they're looking underneath your cars. They mm-hmm. walk by. I've Don't. got the canines and... Yeah. No, I mean, I, I thought that was pretty normal for... I mean, we went through that in Arizona, didn't we, or New Mexico? Yeah, they didn't... I mean, the one we went through, they didn't really do anything. They didn't check us. They didn't check us, but I did see them use the mirror on, a, what, two cars ahead of us or something. Yeah. I saw that, and the dog... They were making the dog walk around and sniff the car. Yeah, which was weird, because we weren't even at, like, the border of Mexico. No. It's like, we're an American state border, kind of. Yeah. I think we're past it, but... Yeah. Okay, guys, why not? <laughs> I, yeah, the one we went through, uh, was it, I don't remember if it was on the way there or on the way back, but he was just like, oh, you guys citizens? Yeah? yeah. You have IDs? Yeah. Okay, you can go. Didn't even want to see him. Yeah, just wanted to know we had him. Yeah, genuinely did not seem like he gave a shit. <laughs> not one bit, but I mean, looking at us, yeah. driving through, he's more like, eh. You guys aren't smuggling people. Where are you going to put them in that car? No way. That tiny, smart car that we had. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I like that car, though. Drove I pretty did, too. Well. But, but, yeah, all these security checkpoints, which I, I figure you got quite a few security checkpoints going into a government building. I know people that work in non-government buildings, but in, like, uh, data farms, server farms, where they still have to go in. They have to, like, badge in. Then they have to go in another room, like, between entrances, and it'll test their weight. Mm-hmm. And then it'll let decide if it's them based on that, and probably, like, fingerprint scans and stuff, and then it'll let them in. Yeah. And one guy told me once that uh, he had a particularly, like, party-filled weekend, mm-hmm. drank a lot, ate a lot, just let loose. Came in the next, like, on the Monday or whenever he had to come back in, and he had put on some weight because he had drank and eaten so much over the weekend. Mm-hmm. He could, It wouldn't let him into the building. Oh, shit. Because he weighed too much more than whenever he had left. And so it was, you know, he said he they knew who he was. So whenever he was looking at the camera, he was just like, what the fuck? Hey. <laughs> they were just like, oh, well, we know you. So, yeah, we'll let you in. You need to really watch how much you're out there partying and going at it. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I don't think he did that, but... That's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea that companies did that. That's nuts. Oh, yeah. Especially if they're, like, server farms with all sorts of company data on mm-hmm. it. You know, it's got to be well protected. Wow. But, you know, the weight thing kind of threw me off. I thought that was a bit much. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Most people's body weight doesn't fluctuate a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Unless they're, like, actively trying to lose or gain weight. I wonder if you have to, like, fill out a form if you're trying to lose (laughs) or gain. Talk to HR. Yeah. I'm working on a diet. I would like to gain 20 pounds in the next month or two. They're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) We do not allow that to happen. I am trying to get to a healthy weight. I'm trying to drop about 30 pounds in the next couple months. No. 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 It's just too much work no. on the system. Yeah. 
We don't want you getting too athletic here. Yeah. This is not an <laughs> athletic job. You're no. athletic. You're going to leave. No, yeah. we're not no. doing that shit. No, or you're, you know. This is no. a desk job. We don't Stay. want you to outrun our security guards. <laughs> <laughs> should they need to tackle you for any yeah. reason, you should not be able to get away. If you're smuggling, you know, information out of here or something. <laughs> but I didn't think it was too far out, but you can tell right away by the people getting searched how impatient they are, and they're throwing their hands up, and general kind of like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. This is not normal routine for them when they come to their their job but they finally get in they try to question security guards just don't give any answers no but they did see that um i think it was the boss was it michael or mike that was in the car i think it was the boss that was in the car actually Uh, barry yeah barry was in the car and he asked the guard um why why is that person being sent home because two cars behind him they sent the guy home and they wouldn't answer at all. So. Yeah. And they were checking their, made him check his trunk, all this stuff. Yeah, and that was weird. I, I had a thought on that whenever they did that, because mm-hmm. he was able to pop his trunk from the inside. Mm-hmm. I know this isn't unusual for everybody, but my car does not have a button on the inside to pop the trunk. Oh, uh, shit. Back well, last month, a couple months ago, when our cars got broken into in mm-hmm. front of our house, I, I saw, like, I didn't realize it until later. I think I was at work, but, you know, my I have a hood and a gas button in there. Mm-hmm. When I looked at it, I didn't connect it, but my gas thing was kind of open. Uh, and I was like, that's weird. Later on, I noticed that my hood was popped up just a little bit so you can go in and find the lever to or the latch to unlatch it and mm-hmm. open it. And it dawned on me that they were trying to find a way into my trunk. Yep. Which, I mean, they'd have gotten like an old school Xbox. Because <laughs> I just happened to be trying to take that to a friend that yeah. week. And I was just like, huh. I guess that's a good thing about right. not having the trunk. But I'd have had to get out or, like, turned off the car and handed over my key. Yeah. You know, would it, would they have done that? Would I have gotten shot, tackled? <laughs> get, get back in the car! <laughs> no, I think I've seen on um, at least boobies or documentaries or something where you they let you get out of the car and open the trunk, but, you know, they're... They've got their gun ready in case you try to pull some shit. Be like, I'm not pulling shit. <laughs> and to top that off, my trunk, like, if it's cold, it doesn't like to open. Yeah. Like, it won't turn. Oh. So I'm just kind of SOL or I can fuck with it for a while. But when it's hot, opens almost every time. Well, I guess that it's a good thing, A, we didn't take your car through <laughs> New Mexico, and B, that the guard that we got just happened to not give a shit about his job. Yeah. But I, that would have probably caused some trouble. I mean, hopefully they'd have just been like, you know what? Fuck it. Go home. Yep. We don't want to deal with your shit. Yeah. <laughs> we can tell by your license plate you're not from here, so just right. get out. <laughs> but, but they do mention later that they, they sent the locals home. Mm-hmm. So if they weren't like didn't travel there to work. Or were, Be- yeah, because Belco was about hiring American citizens in different countries. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I thought that was weird. I'd have been causing so much trouble. They'd have just been like, go home, dude. We don't fuck with this. You're annoying the yeah. shit out of us. Or they would have taken you to that hangar. Oh, yeah. Could have gotten taken to the hangar and yeah. probably put out of my misery yeah. immediately. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> We're down to 79 of you, so you got one freebie <laughs> on this uh, first task. Yeah, <laughs> right. We're not going to tell you who it was, but one of the guys that didn't show up today that you thought showed up. He's, he's gone. He's gone. Hope you guys don't care. Don't care if you care. Mm-hmm. But 
But they do eventually get in, and it seems, you know, everyone's kind of questioning each other, just like, oh, what's with the guards? Who's that? What's going on? Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody really seems to care except Mike, really. Yeah. Everybody just seems like they're over it. They're happy that they're there trying to get on with their day. We made it into work. Fuck it. Let's do the job and go home. Talking about their weekends and stuff like that. Just like a normal day. Yeah. Uh, And we have the one girl getting a... uh, uh, I get like orientated kind of on her first day. Danny, I think was her name. Yes, Danny. And she was a local, I, I think... I'm not 100%, because I guess the locals didn't have... Well, before I say that, while she was getting orientated, you know, he's like, here's your company phone, your company credit card, keys to your company car. Your apartment, we got you an apartment as well. You got the address, I pulled some strings, got you the corner apartment. Mm -hmm. You know, he's being really nice, and I was like, well, that's fucking cool. He's like, all right, and did you go to the doctor? And she's kind of hesitant, like, uh... Mm-hmm. I don't think she did. Well, she asked, like, the chip thing, and she, like, well, she stroked the back of her neck, so that's why I was co- kind of oh, confused. Yeah, she that Because I don't think they said either way if she did or not. Okay. I, I took it as a sign that she hadn't. You might be right. But maybe she did, and that's why she felt so uneasy and knew mm-hmm. where yeah. to feel on the back of her head or neck. So, I mean. It could have been. I guess that, that mm, if she did have it already, that does change my opinion of what she should have done for the whole movie. Yeah. Granted, she fucked up anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I saw it as, like, maybe she didn't have it. She might not have. But anyway, she ends up going. She meets a couple... I guess she gets chewed out by the boss, her boss. Like her supervi- of, supervisor. Yeah. 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 She showed up, threw all these papers at her, and said she needed something to do with them in two hours. Mm-hmm. All of it in two hours. It's just like, I don't... That's it's a lot of fucking paper right For a there. brand new employee. She's <laughs> like, does she even know the system? I know. Like, come on. Is there no, uh, no orientation there for her? <laughs> We're not going to train you. Get this shit done. Yeah. Two hours, <laughs> you're out this fucking place. Poor her. Yeah. I would have just, especially as bitchy as that supervisor was, I bet she was like, damn it, why didn't I just say fuck you and walk out? <laughs> right? But then, you know, of course that, like, gets three of the other people in her area to be like, well, hey, I'm so-and-so, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're cool. You this is to- where we meet uh, Rob- Roberto, I believe, and um, Leota. Leota. Leota! Yeah, Roberto and Leota. Yeah, and Roberto is hilarious. Yeah. I liked him. It's very sassy. Leota was pretty funny, too. She wasn't taking any of his shit. No. Together, <laughs> they were funny. When they yeah. talked to each other, they were. she was funny. Mm-hmm. But whenever we got Roberto by himself, he was still funny. Yeah. Leota was just kind of... Eh. She was stressing out. <laughs> yeah. She was freaking out. And, uh, of course, Danny sees, like, the cute guy, who I, I'm guessing by what his role ends up being mm-hmm. in the movie, he's probably kind of up there. In the corporate ladder. But they do that. They talk to him. And then I think we, we kind of go back to Mike. And he's he's chit-chatting with his buddy. Trying to find out what's going on with... Uh, fuck, what was his name? Terry, I think, the British guy. Yeah. He was talking to him. Apparently they were friends. Terry was just like, oh, next time we go to Rainforest or... Uh, yeah, I guess because they were in Colombia, so mm-hmm. the rainforests are pretty close by. Uh, 
And he was just like, there were bats. They came right up to you. You got to pet them. <laughs> Which sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it does sound pretty cool. I, I'd want to do that at least yeah. once. But Mike's just like, oh, yeah. Cool. Great. He's very sarcastic, too. He is. It's probably another reason I really liked his character. Mm-hmm. But they end up, you know, asking each other about the guards. They don't know. Mike sits down. I think at this point he looks out the window and sees one of the guards walking into a hangar that's just off to mm-hmm. the side. Still within the property, it looked like. And he uh, calls down to security and gets... Evan. Evan. Mm-hmm. Evan. Evan was a funny character. I yeah, liked him. He was he was awesome. He gets Evan and it felt like they kinda had a good work rapport mm-hmm. through previously. Cause they just kinda got along real quick. But that's when we get the first overhead guy, the voice. Oh, you're missing uh meeting Leandra, Mike's girlfriend, too. Oh yeah. And us her. getting to meet um oh, Wendell. Wendell. Yeah. Oh, that's Because right. Wendell's basically trying to screw uh, Mike's girlfriend. And there's this whole, you know, drama thing going on there. But yeah. anyway, go on. <laughs> well, yeah, she has a sassy part with Wendell because mm-hmm. he's just staring at her. Yeah. And she catches him. And I, th- I thought that was funny because she ends up pulling up an instant message thing. And it's like usually when people get caught staring, they s- stop looking. Yeah. And he just says like, LOL, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. And it was just like... Oh and she said God. something like, cut it the fuck out or something like that. Yeah. It was, it was kind of weird. I thought that was weird for uh, for that guy's character, John yeah. C. McGinley. Yeah, he's from Scrubs. Yeah, he's yeah. on Scrubs. He's in a, one of my favorite movies, Highway, mm-hmm. as Johnny the Fox, who's this like drug-dealing hippie guy who's just running around. It's a 90s movie, so it's like 90s drugs. Yeah. So I've got fucking coke and X and meth and... I got all these uppers, man. He's just like running around, and one of one of my favorite lines by him is that they just do a bunch of drugs in highway, and he's just like a field. We need to find a field in which to frolic. Oh my god! <laughs> so I always picture him like that. Oh Jesus! But then I see him in these like very uptight corporate roles. Yeah. Like, he does that same smile. I'm just like ah. You don't, that's not right. No. You need to be on drugs somewhere. Yeah. And I don't know that he's played a character that's been on that many drugs since <laughs> Probably that not. movie. And that's like Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah. uh, Jared Leto way early, way early mm-hmm. on in their careers. So, I don't know. I see him like that, but he is a really weird guy. Um, but yeah, we get the first instance of The Voice comes over the intercom and everybody's just kind of like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And I think... What was the first one was two people have to die in the first hour or we will kill um all right i don't think they specified that four would die they said that there will be consequences yeah. or something left it open-ended like just do it right don't question just do it oh and we also meet before uh the intercom we also meet Oh, what was his name? Oh, Keith, the really funny, nerdy guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> he was definitely one of my favorites. He's just very snarky. and. I forgot about him. Yeah, he was a good character. Yeah, I liked super him. nice, but very, very, like, you know, underhanded <laughs> little yeah. insults. I love that guy. It's just like, I'm always smiling. And very smart whenever the pressure goes down, too. He's very, thinks clearly. He was. I, I like that about mm-hmm. him. Uh, 
he was, you know, I liked his little ant farm thing with the old yeah. lady and how he was just like very sweet to her during yeah. the whole thing. And it was just like, ah, God, you guys got this office relationship thing down. Yep. Because I work in office building and I was IT tech for a bunch of office areas. So you have to kind of cater the way you act towards certain people based on their personalities, how they act, and it's really weird. Yeah. You know, outside of work, you know, I wouldn't really talk to most of these people ever. Mm. But I'm at work and forced to, so it's just like, oh, let me throw in my customer service voice. How are you today? Aw. Doing really good. Nice <laughs> to see you. Have a great day. Yeah. All that shit. No cussing. Well, try not to. Try. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good no, at that. No, you cuss like crazy at work. <laughs> when I'm there, anyway. It's easier. We see each other in the gym and around my work area. Those people are used to me now. Oh, okay. So cussing is normal. They hear me at my computer every so often. Oh, motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking code didn't work. I don't know why. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, but yeah, the the first part is good. I liked it. You know, we need, what is it said? There's 80 of you in the building. Something like, I think it was yeah, 80. Yeah, 80. And two of you by whatever means, we don't care how you choose, need to die. Otherwise, there will be consequences. You have one hour or something. Yeah. And so that everybody like kind of freaks out. Uh, Mike tries to wave everyone in his office area down, mm. and he's being he's like kind of panicking about it, like really just like, shit. Yeah. What the fuck? And gets everyone to go down the stairs. Uh, other levels start to do the same thing. It didn't seem like everybody did. Uh, they they all end up down in the lobby. Oh. And as they're doing this, everything is shutting down yes. with the uh, the crazy reinforced steel through the doors and the windows. There's no fucking way out. Yeah. Now that, there's no sunlight either, and the air conditioner gets shut off. Yes. And that that part was my one of my favorites, where the lady's like checking in, mm-hmm. and she hears that, and she just looks at Evan. Uh huh. And then she just turns and starts running, mm-hmm. like fuck, nope, yep, <laughs> nope. <laughs> but as she gets there, yep, doors or the gate, whatever it is, the shutter slams shut. Yep, it's just like ah, you're fucked. They all get in there. They are all start talking, and then that's when the CIO guy uh, Barry mm-hmm. comes out, and he sounds like he knows what he's doing. He sounds like he's being real sensible. He's trying to be a good boss and just being like, everybody calm down, stop freaking out. Somebody's playing a joke, clearly, blah, blah, blah. Let's just, let's calm down. Yeah, let's all go back upstairs, Mm -hmm. go back to our jobs, it's fine. Yeah, Uh, said something about clearly somebody found out that we had this here for precautions, for bomb threats, things like that. Yeah. And he was like, uh, said something about, so he's making, he's just trying to get us upset, so don't feed into it. Yeah. I'm going to go to my office, I'll come back in 20 minutes, and we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. And uh, at this point, some there's like a group of people that run up to the roof. Mm-hmm. And that's where we find... Oh, and they, there's no self-service either, by the oh, way, guys. Yeah. No Zero. S- yeah, no service. But they, as a small group gets up to the roof, we find like three people smoking pot. Mm-hmm. Like, I find it just hard to believe that they're doing that on top of a probably government building with such high security with fucking armed guards armed guards and they had canine units sniffing their cars on the way in which that guy in the beginning we also saw smoking pot in the bathroom too we did (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> which um, his name isn't on IMDb. I don't remember his name. I think I know that they gave him a name because um, that girl, the leading lady. Uh, oh yeah, she did say it. Yeah, Leandra. She said his name. But he ends up having a fun role. Very good yeah. comic relief. Once the shit starts going down. Imagine if um, what was that guy? The guy's name from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I think it was. Or, no, it wasn't that. Dazed and Confused. What was that? The oh. stoner kid's name? Oh, uh. was it Matthew McConaughey? No, no, no. The long-haired yeah. guy. Oh, shit. I can't remember The guy what that's always like, hey, man. Hey, man. What's going <laughs> it started, on? It started with like... an S. Was it Scooby or something like that? Or I can't remember what his fucking name was. I don't was, remember but... right off the top. Okay, imagine him, that guy. Everyone knows the guy I'm talking about, the hardcore stoner in the movie. Yeah. Uh, imagine him if he grew up <laughs> and worked in corporate. That's ex- The guy was even wearing the... A t-shirt that he was wearing in the movie too oh shit <laughs> yeah it was it was crazy i was like holy fuck this is like if he actually tried to get his shit together <laughs> yeah. but they, somewhat anyway <laughs> yeah but they get up to the roof they see a guard they're all screaming and waving at him he looks up drinks his coffee mm-hmm. and then looks back out towards the street mm-hmm. like fuck you guys yep we don't care i think he even smiles at them as he's looking away <laughs> Like, <laughs> you're all fucked. Right. Uh, but they, they see that, and they end up... That's when the time runs out. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the lobby, like, guy... Was it a guy? The two person? guys. Two guys' heads just blow up. Yep. Fucking, like, get shot. Everyone panics and freaks yep. out, starts ducking behind everything. Everyone's... Well, hardly anyone's, like, grabbing someone else to help them, I think. Yeah. Uh, everyone's hiding, like, your normal... Drill, like, uh, whenever we were, I don't know where you were, we've talked about this story before, the fake shooter in the mall we were in, in I saw people do the same thing, like, start hiding under displays and stuff, and, like, flattening out and trying to be really quiet and really still. Yeah, it it was a lot like that, but I I think only two people actually, like, grabbed somebody else Mm -hmm. over themselves, like, it was was Mike, the main character, and then uh, uh, Bud, Michael Rooker's character uh-huh. uh he grabbed his like his other buddy mm-hmm. who was a uh, his co-worker da, da, da. i guess lonnie because mm-hmm. that's what the guy the picture of the guy looks like on imdb so oh the british guy right no he, oh. he was the well he might have been british he was the guy that whenever they go down into the tunnel area mm-hmm. and brooker's looking at the AC oh unit, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and then he like hands him a wrench he's yeah. like you know you got my back it's that guy. Who oh, okay. The wrench too. Who, oh, okay. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Like Danny gets goes off, freaked out. Yeah, Danny goes off and hide. The new girl, mm-hmm. day one girl, and all she I goes could, down to the basement immediately. Yes. All I could think is if she did not go get the. Oh, we haven't figured that part out yet. We haven't mentioned. I've mentioned it several times without explaining it. <laughs> but uh, the two guys in the lobby, their heads blow up because uh, no one got killed. They only they didn't kill anybody, so uh, they didn't reach their their goal of two. Girl up on the roof, one of the stoner girls with the other two stoner mm-hmm. guys. Her head blows up, and somebody else. Is As playing. our stoner guy is making a, is laughing and saying, "This is all." A fucking joke. This is just a, take it as a paid vacation day. Just chill out. As he's saying that, she her head explodes, and you just see this like 
trauma go through him just like he did so well that actor like holy shit he's got all the blood and the brain right in his his face face yeah she was literally standing shoulder to shoulder with him oh it was great and then i forget there was one other person was she maybe they were in the cafeteria when that person because i remember seeing a body in the cafeteria yeah uh i think it was a chick her head blows up Mm -hmm. and uh one eventually barry like he doesn't go to hide. He's looking around, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So everyone's like, there's a shooter! Did did they get him? Did they get him? <laughs> That's right. And uh, Barry is the one that goes over and actually starts fucking with the dead... One of the dead guy's head. Jesus, cat. <laughs> fucking cat. <laughs> Binks, everybody. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We can't ever get away from the animals while we do this. But, yeah, he starts poking around in her head. And he realizes, like, this isn't a bullet wound. And uh, is I forget, is it him or is it uh, Mike who's just like, oh, the trackers. Mike. Mike. Yeah, which makes sense because if you think about it, there's no way there could have been a sniper because everything was walled up. Yeah. It's like, there, is there an angle in the lobby? Like, yeah. you guys look like you Somebody, have a pretty low lobby. Yeah. There's no balcony floors Mm-mm. looking down on it. No. It's literally just, it's all solid. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's like, they can't be shooting from outside because nope. they just put steel shutters over every fucking exactly. thing. But he, they figure out it's the, the trackers in the back of their head that's supposed to protect them. Which I thought was a very Suicide Squad kind of nod because that's how they keep their villains on the team uh, instead of running. It's like, yeah, I remember that. Like, Except it was they had chokers on. No, they, in the movie they implanted it in their head. Oh, I thought. Oh, you're right. You're right. I must be thinking of Harley's choker for some whatever yeah. reason. I must have put that. I think two most and two. of those characters for some reason had a choker on. Yeah. And then there's other. You've seen me read comics mm-hmm. at night that are Suicide Squad, and they do have collars sometimes. Yeah. If they haven't been able to implant it into their head yet, but I I thought that was really cool, especially with James Gunn, who uh, wrote the movie, being the director of uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I know two. You know, Marvel, DC, two different franchises completely. Still comic book related people, so don't don't tear me a new one over it. <laughs> but it, I thought it was a cool nod like that. It was. It definitely was. Because I mean, that would that would keep me in line if I had the constant threat of if I, you do something I don't like, I'm just gonna blow your fucking head up. You yep. won't even see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Right. Sorry about all that shit I was just saying. <laughs> but. That once they figure that out, they start, you know, they start running and trying to find weapons. Mm-hmm. One of the first places they go, of course, is the kitchen to look for knives and. Well, wait. I thought this is where um, Barry and Evan have their falling out because Barry is trying to make force Evan to give him the keys to the armory. I think he does that uh, right after. As everyone's running to go get knives and stuff, he's the one who's just like, Evan, you guys, he looks over at the armory, and Mm -hmm. of course there's a sign over the door, armory. Armory. Who does that? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Right. Let's just tell every guest in the building that walks in. It's in the fucking lobby, too. That's so unrealistic. It's like weapons are right in there. If you need a weapon. Which, they find another armory upstairs, too. Yeah. Which was weird, too. So were they... I don't know. That didn't make sense to me at all, but whatever. Yeah, unless they were, like, jumping floors for some mm-hmm. reason. 
that didn't make a whole lot of sense. No. But uh, they they go in there, and of course, uh, Wendell ends up with knives. There's a fight, one of the bigger guys, and at some point we're gonna have to stop using a lot of names because a lot of these people didn't get named. Yeah. Like 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 there's some offensive fucking names like Pudgy Woman Pudgy is one of them. Like what the fuck? That's so shitty. <laughs> Yeah, let's, uh, bearded guy. Yeah. Ooh, that, okay. That, that helps. Most Which of, he was like the scary one of the group. He should have got a fucking name. Right. Uh, tall man. I don't even know which one this guy was. Even yeah. looking at his picture on IMDb. I remember nervous man because he was hiding in a freezer for most of it. Beefy man. <laughs> uh, sexy assistant, which I can only assume is the girl that tried to yeah flirt with uh, Barry. Yeah. And failed. Oh yeah. Handsome guy. No, okay. Cool. Oh, handsome guy is the one that let. So uh, she knows who the handsome guy. Well, was. no, he's the one that let Danny go. Oh, that was handsome guy. Yep, okay. because they show him like smiling at her when she first gets there. They have their little moment where they're like, yeah, looking when, fondly at each other. Right after we meet Roberto and mm-hmm. Leota. Yeah, Leota was. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He was handsome. <laughs> Cafeteria lady. Angry man. I remember cafeteria lady because she dies. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, nervous guy. Damn it. Sorry, I just scrolled all the way back up. So we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. Pudgy woman. That's old so man. Fucked up. Snobbish lady. Which. Which is was the boss lady for Danny, yeah. who is a bitch. Thin gal. Okay. Okay. Panicked no man. You know how many people were panicked yeah. in this damn movie. All of them. Everyone. <laughs> even our main characters. Yeah. But. They oh, get- and we haven't even mentioned. Um, uh, Vince. Vince is like the guy that hired Danny. Oh. He's like, I love this guy. He was so cool. He was trying so hard to keep everyone together and to keep everyone to stop fighting, stop trying to kill each other. Just this like, I love this guy. I was really. I had mixed emotions towards the end about him because uh, he, he obviously he snaps, but yeah, but you know they get all these knives and stuff, and they're and this is where actually uh, Vince comes up and throws a fit and is screaming at everybody to stop. And, yeah, he tries to keep them all together, and of course that doesn't work very well. No. Uh, they, and Mike is trying to, and Barry and him are having their outs with each other because Barry's trying to get everybody to think about. All right, well, if we have to kill 30 people, maybe we should think about this. And Mike said, what, you know, we don't have the right to kill innocent people. This is fucked up. It, it calls into a huge ethical question of, you know, what's do you try to do what's best for everybody now mm-hmm. or do you do what's best uh, for well, everyone in the end? Yeah, for everyone in the end cuz they they end up the next phase after the first two mm-hmm. four kills uh it's, you know, you have two hours, the time is blah, 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 12-something. By two-something, we want 30 of you dead. Mm-hmm. Don't care how, don't care why, just figure it out. And if you don't, we'll kill 60 of you. Yeah. And so they're trying to figure out, like, what's the best thing to do? Do we try to find a way out? Mike's trying to figure out, like, we should get out, get mm-hmm. help, not kill And him everybody. and his girlfriend uh, have a fight because uh, Leandra is saying, you know, maybe we should listen to them. So they have their little out, you know, outs with each other too. And they finally settle. Well, half of them 
Okay, no, the majority of them settle on, okay, let's go make some signs, hang it from the roof, let's make some banners, huge, and hopefully someone will see it. And, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but Barry had a good point where he said, we have two hours. Do you think that pe- someone's going to see it when we're in the middle of fucking nowhere? Right. And I think he said the nearest road, crossing road, is like 10 miles away or something like that. Something. Yeah, he said the the driveway up to yeah. the place is at least half a mile long. Yeah. So. And um, he said not only for them to see it, call the police and the police to get here and be able to get inside to help us in two hours. That's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. He has a good point. It's like, in that point, we're going to end up with 60 people dead yep. when we could have just had 30 instead. He's not wrong. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Barry's a fucking asshole, but... He is. And it, it is a tough call. Because mm-hmm. if you can get out, you would have just possibly saved everyone's life, obviously, with you know them using the trackers that are implanted in their heads. No, you wouldn't. No. You'd just be out and about, and they'd still just fucking blow you up anyway. Yep. You know, I guess they, if they had thought of that, they probably would have just been like, all right, 30, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But they end up trying to do the banners and shit after, you know, the little little love, lover's quarrel thing. Mm-hmm. I, I felt that was slightly out of place, a little bit longer than it really needed to be. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I, I get the reason why they put it in for the drama, but I didn't really care for the, the love connection in this one. Yeah, I thought there was enough drama with, you know... Everything that was happening, I don't... you need to die. I genuinely, I can't... This is the first one of these movies where I genuinely didn't care if the two lovers ended up together. I was just like, I don't... You're gonna die no matter what, so it doesn't fucking matter. One way or another, this is not going to be a happy ending. Just hope that both of your heads explode at the same time (laughs) and you don't have to watch each other die. Yeah, but... Especially a new relationship. Sorry. Anyway, I'm going to stop. Fuck this new relationship (laughs) I just didn't... I didn't feel the care... I I didn't care for the character development in their relationship, I guess. Didn't do it for me. For, like, what, a week? Yeah. You don't matter to each other. I just... I don't know. (laughs) But they get up to the roof. They start hanging the banners. And immediately, two of the soldiers run out of the... the, uh, the hangar, yep. and start shooting at them Fuck. and tell them not to put up the banners. Yep. If you put up the banners, we will detonate. Oh, we forgot to. Um, yep. Forget the, he, uh, Before this. Mike cutting out, trying to cut out his uh, tracker. Mm-hmm. Once they figure out it's the trackers, Mike goes into somewhere. A bathroom. Is it, yeah, where did he get the, In the, cafeteria. the exacto knife? Okay. Uh, yeah, he was late to the cafeteria mm-hmm. or something, so that all the knives are pretty much picked over. He finds a razor blade box cutter and takes you know, that. Sorry to interrupt. Um, one of the unnamed workers grabbed a rolling pin, and I was really disappointed I didn't get to see that used in the oh, movie. Because I, I, I didn't, as I was watching, you know, all the knives and stuff, I was like, ooh, rolling pin, that could get interesting. It'd be good. It's like a Of club. course, it never sho- shows back up. No. <laughs> the one thing you wanted to see. Yeah. That's what the baker would pick. I want to see someone get bludgeoned with that thing. <laughs> I mean, it was a solid oak-looking thing. It looked oh, like yeah. it would fuck somebody up. <laughs> but okay, let's not show that. No, of course not. <laughs> We're going to stick with knives yeah. and later on guns. Yeah. But they get 
Let's get your nay rig. But yeah, right. <laughs> it's just easier to do with the special effects and the makeup yeah. and everything if we stick to stuff that's been used a million times. Mm-hmm. Let's not use these different things. I mean, we already did the whole thing with internal explosion on the head. Come on. Yeah. That's, Don't ask for more. That was enough. Even though we do get a badass, like, random item later we at do. the end. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> There's a couple of them I thought were really good. Yeah. Uh, one of them we'll get I'll, to I'll them, explain though. in just a second. Because it, it comes shortly after the the, sec- the call for 30 dead people. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, Mike runs into the bathroom, leaves girlfriend, lady out in the hallway. Doesn't even Leandra. tell her what he's going to do. Yeah, that was another he's... thing, too. When they split up, they looked like they seemed like they genuinely didn't care. Well, yeah. <laughs> like they didn't care until closer to the end. And the chick was the one who was like, if you can Well, that's it. not fair, actually. No, she cared. They both cared. Never mind. I mean, they did, yeah. but it just wasn't like... I guess with everything going on, I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I've had enough. I get it. Oh, no. <laughs> You're scared about the other person. We get it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> but, I don't yeah. need to see five minutes of her crying. Right. Uh, but Mike does run into the bathroom. Uh, he starts cutting. And of course, which I thought this was great, the uh, intercom guy comes back, the voice. And I'm going to keep calling him that because that's what IMDb named him. I don't remember if that's what he was in the credits at the end of the sh- movie, but... Well, that's even what Mike called him when we meet him, is the voice. Oh, yeah, he was like, you're the voice! <laughs> but he gets in there, he's cutting, voice comes over, and he's just like, Mike, whatever last name, you know, put the knife down. Stop doing this. You have to the count of ten. And starts counting down. Ten, nine, eight. And it looks like Mike's really getting in there. Like he's got blood just dripping down the back of his neck. All over his shirt. Which is later not as bloody as it was. But he's really going at it. And he's like picking. And you can see the look on his face. Like he's in pain. Just trying to get this thing out. And right as we get to the end of the countdown. Like I almost thought he was going to get it out. And, like, toss it across the room and it was going to explode. Which would have been cool, but would have been pointless for him after that. But, no, at, like, one, or maybe two or one or something, he stops. And he just he just drops it, unlocks the door, and comes out. And, of course, his girlfriend's all happy that he's come out and he's not exploded. And I think he does a... Yeah, that... that yeah, because that's right before they go up for the banners that he does that. But then he starts getting the stitches and all that. that ugh. I can't. I've only had stitches once. And I can't imagine doing it without, like, some sort of, I don't numbing cream or numbing shots or something. This is also when Wendell gets real creepy with uh, Leandra. Is that... Her name is hard for me to remember for yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, that's it. when he starts getting real creepy when she goes to get ice for Mike's stitches. And oh. he's like, oh, is that your boyfriend, huh? And like, yeah. He, yeah, he starts to notice that uh, her attention is somewhere else. It's not on him. Uh, and that's when he makes the weird comments about, you know, I read the mixed signals or the hidden signals that you're sending me. Always laughing. I don't know what it was. Laughing at my jokes. The the. The flirty comments and all that stuff. And she's just like, um, no, fuck off. And walks away and he's just sitting there like, uh, what? How did I misread this? And it's like, dude, how did, you, how did you misread this? She's telling you to fuck off like every other time we see her talking to you. Like, 
catch a hint. Fuck off already. But yeah, he was uh, super rapey. Yeah, looking or acting. I acting. Say. Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't look like <laughs> like a creep ever in the movie. He tried, but I guess because I knew him from Scrubs, I was just like, no. Yeah, everywhere <laughs> You're else just I've a seen goofball. him, he's just got that big smile. Yeah, even though he looks like he, it just looks like a big fake smile. Mm-hmm. Which he's an actor, of course, it's a fake smile. Though. Right. But they have that moment, and then they, but they do finally get up to the roof, and they're trying to do the banner, and the guards shoot at him, and of course Mike mm-hmm. tries to go again after being told, we will just detonate your your head. And makes um, the nerdy guy... Um, well, yeah, he gets the Keith. nerdy guy to help him. Keith. Yeah, and Keith gets shot in the hand. Yes. During this. Which was surprising that neither one of them got their heads blown off. Like, we knew Mike wasn't. And you could... I mean, we got to see bullets ricocheting, like, literally just... Inch, not even inches, centimeters away from their body parts. So, that, yeah, I'm definitely shocked that Mike didn't at least get shot in the shoulder or something, especially because he stayed out the longest, and he, he wasn't exactly moving much. He was, like, halfway over the Which made me kind of question the, the soldiers down there with their guns. I know, or is it stormtroopers down there? What the <laughs> fuck? All right, we see you have sunglasses on. Is it, if it's too hard to shoot with the sunglasses on, take right. them off. Take them off. We see in that hangar later. It's dark as fuck. Mm-hmm. You didn't need those in there. No. But, as you're sipping your fucking coffee. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, then they all decide they're going to go back downstairs. And I think somewhere in there is where uh, Barry's trying to get the key from Evan and tries to pull the whole I'm your boss thing. And Evan's like, all right, then I quit. I quit. And until someone opens these doors and lets me out. I think I'm going to hold on to the mm-hmm. keys. But I promise I'm not going to let anyone else get a hold of them. Yeah. He was sensible about mm-hmm. it. Which I wanted to know why Barry was immediately like, we need to get the guns. Because Barry, from the get-go, wanted to shoot out whoever he needed to. And I think Barry just wanted to fucking leave. Yeah. I mean, Barry had a family, he children. Because he does kind of pull together a band of, like, mostly executives. You know, upper management. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, and pe- tries to pull people with kids, mm-hmm. and uh, once they do finally, uh, uh, he doesn't get the key, but they end up using the Michael Rooker's character. Mm-hmm. I keep, I need to just keep calling him Bud, but yeah. it's Michael Rooker. Come on, you know we've all seen Boondock Saints, yeah, fucking early seasons of The Walking Dead, yeah, fucking Yondu and Guardians of the Galaxy. I know this is a horror podcast, so none of those are horror movies, but. You know, Jeez, Jordan. Well, Walking Dead could. No, you're crowd. God. <laughs> I like Walking Dead. I'm just not caught up in this season. It hasn't held it's me. Okay. The comic. I haven't better. watched it since the whole Negan killed. Uh, I guess I should say. Never mind. I mean, we're like <laughs> a whole season in now. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that him and his buddy go downstairs. His coworker, or wait, first. All right. Let me just catch up on his character because pretty much going to catch you up on him right up to his end and then we won't hear any more about him i promise oh this is such a sad moment but him and his character go his buddy go get the uh the torch to try and knock through the metal larney or uh lonnie lonnie yeah and and lonnie seems like this nervous adorable little you know very tall but very skinny guy he's very sweet he's very childlike almost very childlike. it's like um 
It's like Bud is a fa- almost a father figure it to is. him. They're very close. His Bud is like constantly just like it's okay. Yeah, just calm down, calming him down, calm and down, like man. rubbing his arms or like you know hugging him, like trying to get him to calm down, like a dad would. Yes, it's very sweet. Okay, but I like that. I was really bummed when all this shit happened yeah. because I liked that relationship <laughs> in this movie. It's the best relationship so far. <laughs> but uh, they get a torch. They, they're trying to melt through the metal. Uh, and they're not making any dent. Metal's not getting hot, not or not melting. Lonnie's, and it's not getting hot at all yeah, either. Lonnie's yeah, Lonnie's the one who like starts to reach forward, and Bud's like, "No, crazy! You're melt your hand off." I know. I was thinking, does Lonnie have a mental impairment or something? I kind of wondered. I that. think he did because of how he reacted to everything. Yeah. He just—it was like a child, and sh- he was shock. very. Not only that, but when he did what he did, it was yes. like a little boy, you it, know, crying, you know. But, like, he does end up reaching out and gets to touch it, and he's like, it's not even hot. Like, it's still cold. And they feel it, and he's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know what kind of metal does that? And Bud's like, no. <laughs> um, and then, you know, that torch gets taken a little bit later. But later on, they're going, they go downstairs, and that's where they find, the, is after they figured out the AC's broken, and Bud's looking at it, and he's like, nope. And Lonnie's just like, well, do you think they did it? Do you think they're the ones that did it? That way we go crazy, and we want to kill each other. Yeah, they're trying to get us to kill and each other. They want us to kill each other. Just freaking out, and Bud's like, I don't know if they did it, but we're going to fix it because it's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked his, his logic in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the entire time he was in it, it was just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, all I could picture is him being like, I don't know. But it's our job to fix it if it breaks, so, so. we're going to fix it just yeah. in case we have to do it later. Yeah, in case this is some weird exercise, we're just, let's just do this. <laughs> let's, let's have the maintenance men pass, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we did our job. Can we have this one? <laughs> Lonnie, can you just shut the fuck up this one yeah. time? <laughs> but he, do, he gets up, hands him this big wrench, and he's just like, you know, you got my back. You got my back. And then one of the stone oh, that's when uh, the stoner guy mm-hmm. uh, uh, is upstairs, comes in, and pulls a fucking fire alarm, mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, that'll get the fire trucks coming. It's got to be hooked into their system. Mm-hmm. Which, we, which would have been a really smart move. Would have been. But we find out shortly from, Evan. The, from yeah. Evan that, no, it's self-contained yep. just within our building, our area. Yep. So no one's coming. But that sets Lonnie off. Lonnie mm-hmm. freaks out. He starts like holding his head, like just going berserk. And something snapped. Yeah, and Buzz trying to calm down. He like grabs him. He's just like calm down. Trying calm to down. hug him too. <laughs> and Lonnie just turns and whack with, right in the with the uh, with what the, was it the wrench. Yep. Right in the forehead. Oh, man. And we get to see this giant dent in Bud's head with this crack down the middle. Not No blood coming out, no. but... But he's just, he's just like, something happened. What happened? I don't know what happened. As he's slowly sinking to the floor and dies. Yes. And poor... I felt so bad for Lonnie because Lonnie just starts losing it like a little boy. Like, oh, no, what have I done? What have yeah. I done? Like, no, no, bud, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bud. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Please get up. Please get up. And oh, my God. That broke my heart. That was the one moment in the movie where I was like, no. <laughs> but that's when Lonnie sees um, Danny. Danny. And... uh you know, she's down there trying to hide, stay out of sight, and, you know, she freaks out, because he freaks out, and he, like, grabs her, and he's like, he, he hit his head, he fell. Yeah. And she's like, it's fine, I didn't, I didn't see, see anything. anything. <laughs> I didn't see anything. 
And he tries to hold her, and then, like, uh, did he slap her or something? Like, he shoved her really he, hard yeah. into the wall. And then she, like, shoved off it, like... She kicked off of him. Some, somehow he got yeah. her, like, around the neck in a chokehold. She kicked off the, the wall. The wall. And slammed him into a wall, but there were three screws or nails sticking out, mm-hmm. crookedy, all shitty looking. I'm assuming he got him in the back of the head or the neck. Yeah, back yeah. of the head or neck somewhere, but his mouth fills with blood and he just drops. Mm-hmm. And she runs off. And that that later comes back around to make for a kind of funny moment later. Yeah. But that is, that is Bud and Lonnie's entire part in the movie. Best relationship of the of movie. Of the movie. They were awesome. I was so sad they died. But I was actually surprised that uh, Rooker was in it as long as he was. Because he's kind of doing a lot of other yeah. stuff now. And yeah. And kind of a big, big actor now. And this one didn't seem like such a big movie other than, like, it's got James Gunn's name attached to it. Mm-hmm. And now he's coming up thanks to the mega success of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But. Well, um, the guy that played... Uh, Barry is also a huge actor, too. I was actually shocked that he was he in this, is. too. Yeah, he's in a lot of movies. Oh, my God, he's in a lot. Like, over a hundred or something He's like even that. in the remake of The House on... Uh, the Last House on the Left. Ooh. He's he's in a lot of stuff. Nice. A million things. Like, it, I would waste your guys' time naming everything. Yeah. <laughs> you can I look it up. <laughs> I don't remember if it was him, but there was one of these guys that was in uh, Friday the 13th, like, 6 or something. Um, like was, I don't know if it was him or not. Oh, it wasn't part. It was yeah, part six. Jason okay. lives. Sorry, I knew it because it was the very, very bottom of the list on IMDb for his oh, book, okay. uh, acting credits. And I was just like, oh man, this guy. I don't know who he was in the movie exactly, but no, you know, he was there. So it makes me want to like go back and look for him. Right. I'll see you like thirty, almost forty years younger in a movie. Right. <laughs> But, but then I mean, uh, he was Tarzan. He was Tarzan. <laughs> he was Tarzan. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> but we but not the, the brand new one, guys. The nineteen ninety nine one. But <laughs> the, the new one was uh, Alexander Skarsgård yeah. and his amazing looking self. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the whole point of me telling all Bud and everything was, uh, you know, mostly because I like Rooker and all his stuff. But the the torch we later find has disappeared. Mm-hmm. Someone has taken it. Of course, it's Barry and Wendell and what, handsome guy and... Bearded uh, guy. Bearded guy <laughs> and, you know, those guys. Uh, Basically, all the men that had... Families? Families. Yeah. That's how he was able to convince the other guys is you guys have kids at home, right? You got kids, wife. Your wife wants you to come home tonight, doesn't she? What... I don't know what my wife and kids would do if I don't come home. Just manipulates they, them, they basically. They need me. Does your family need you? And he was also, he was in the army. He was in special forces, yeah, I guess, or something like ops, that. Yeah. something like that. So he's very well trained. Uh, and they call him on that, too. Mm-hmm. But those guys have taken the torch, and they're in... The armory. The armory. The second armory? The second armory? We're not know. really sure exactly. It's not in the lobby anymore. It, yeah, it doesn't appear to be in the lobby. No. Otherwise, someone because they're running downstairs after this. Yeah. So, I don't. But but they're using the torch to try and get through the gate to get into the safe that's on the other side of the gate. Is what it looked like. I mean, just the armory. I mean, whenever they opened it up, it was just everything, gun, ammo, everything together. But 
that's when, of and course, shows. you know, Mike and girlfriend and Leandra, Leandra, and there's a an Evan, and Evan get in there, and uh, they're saying something, and of course the Barry and his guys are all acting pretty threatening and really yeah. menacing, and they start <clears throat> to kind of freak out Evan. I don't remember what was said, but Evan flips out. I can't remember what they. I I thought they hit Evan or they. Well, he, did I think something. he pulled a knife out. Pulled out one That's of the right. knives or something. Maybe. That's right. No, you're right. Wendell did. Yeah. Because Wendell and him had a. Wendell, Wendell, Wendell was a dick. Cra- yeah. yeah. He starts getting crazy. About the time he figured out that Mike and. Leander. Leandra. I swear I'll remember that name by the end <laughs> of this. Uh, when he figures them out, he starts getting crazy. Like, I'll kill everyone. Fine. You know, I think I just realized why I didn't like Leandra. And this hmm. is such a horrible thing to say because I'm in the tattoo industry. Those goddamn silhouette birds on her throat <laughs> that are on every fucking girl in the world. I think that's why I instantly was like, oh, you fucking bitch. <laughs> you have you. no tattoos except for your fucking throat, and it says goddamn birds. <laughs> Look at you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably terrible. But, yeah. <laughs> but Evan pulls out the gun and starts threatening him. Mike talks him down. Does a really good job of talking him down, too. Yeah. And... Then he ends up taking it. They start fucking, you know, explaining how they'll kill him or something. And he ends up shooting the, the hose between the tank and the and the torch. Mm-hmm. Which I thought, for doing that, not a single person went to the valve and tried to shut it off. No. Like, you've got these chemicals now just going into what I am assuming, since it's an armory, mm-hmm. a small enclosed room. Like... Someone's going to start going crazy or get lightheaded or something. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't seem to matter. Uh, but he shoots that, and then, you know, that's when it gets real threatening. They're just burying them. We're just like, oh, you better watch yourself. Yeah, you don't know how big of a mistake you made, something like yeah. that. Uh, and Evan said something. I loved when they got in the elevator. Evan was like, um, <laughs> yeah. Now they know we're real or something like that, or now we going to fuck them up. <laughs> now they know what they're messing with. Yeah. And Le- Leandro is uh-huh. just like, why don't you go ahead and suck his dick now, Evan? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, damn. Shit. And he, he just looks down just like, oh. Oh, poor like, Evan. Wow. Way to get on to a couple guys broing out of right? a badass moment. I mean, you I understand I mean? that she was just like, guys, this is really bad. Don't show that you have a gun to them because now you've made us a target gun thing already happened yeah but they do end up what they end up getting the keys oh because they go up Mm -hmm. uh i don't remember something happens upstairs and then they they start coming down again and that's when they run into barry and all them with the knives that's because uh all of them get the guns at this point and they're well before they get the guns oh okay they some, some they have the altercation on the stairs where mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Barry it's Barry or Wendell hits Mike upside the head with with a tank or fire mm-hmm. extinguisher or something and sends him down a flight of stairs so they think he's dead mm-hmm. and out but then they Wendell stabs Evan in the stomach with mm-hmm. the knife because he's well no they have the guns at this point. They well, do. He's trying to get the keys to the armory at this oh, point. Oh yeah, you're Evan right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he's yeah. Like yeah. you need the keys. Fine. And drops them down, like, the middle part where yeah. it goes all the way down or however far down it goes. 
And uh, that's when he stabs him in the stomach and leaves him there for dead. They mm-hmm. take Leandra, remembered, and uh, <laughs> take her down. And they end up with the keys, and that's when they go in, and they open the armory. They get the guns and divvy them out, and that, that's when we Barry does the, I don't I don't want to say noble thing, mm-hmm. but he they're like, well, why do you get all the extra uh, ammo clips? What? Not only that, but he took more than one gun. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do you get so many? And it's like, well, because I'm the one who's going to kill everyone. And, you know, I don't know if you'd count that as a noble thing. Like, I'm the one who's going to take all the fucking... Responsibility. Responsibility for doing this. I'm the boss. Yeah. I should have to be the one to do it. I just need you guys to scare everybody else into the room. Which, I mean, I I was back and forth. If I saw it from his point of view, I'd be like, I mean, you're doing the right thing. You're the one who made the decision. You're the one who should live with the guilt of all of it. Yeah. You know, should they let you guys out after this? On the other hand, I was like... You guys should really work together to find a way out. Yeah. So no one has to die. Yeah, which, I mean, at the same time, everyone's dying anyway. Yeah. I mean, they held their promise. Yeah. But they, they, you know, then they do get everybody, and I mean everybody, into the lobby. Mm-hmm. They That's when they get the guns. by age. And, yeah, well. and it was, this is the, where the bearded guy was like, his best moment is he like ran in and was like, everybody stay where you are. <laughs> And they make everybody go down to the lobby. And it was just cool seeing all these different gunmen go into all the different floors and force everybody out. Yeah. But they, they end up getting them, and I guess they end up getting their 30. Cause it, what's he doing? He's like, everybody who's got children under 18, over here. Stay mm-hmm. against the west wall. And there's a few. And he's like, all right, everyone over... 60. 60. Over here on the east wall. And there's like seven. And he even, Barry, has that moment where he's just like, seven... We need 30. Yeah, he's not happy because he's trying to save the families that have, or the people that have kids that are under 18. Yeah, the people and who then have families that probably need, need them, them more. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to get rid of the people that are going to be missed less, less. whose lives are already going to end sooner mm-hmm. through natural causes, and it's not enough. No. That's when they go in, they're just like, all right, well, you, him, her, and of course they do get to to Mike and Leandra. Like, yeah. Him. Did did they take Leandra down there? I don't think they took her down. I think Wendell no. would have thrown a fit. No, they took Leandra down to the lobby because right. uh, no, did they put her on her knees to be executed? Yes. Okay. I because it ended up everybody had to face the wall. Everybody had their hands up behind their necks. Right. And where everybody was. Ah. But the but then of course that's when you know, he does Barry, or, yeah, Barry starts killing people. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and that was pretty tough to watch. Mm-hmm. And it, it looked rough on him, too. And this is when Mike is trying to talk to, um, was his name Terry, the British guy? Yeah. Um, trying to talk Terry into giving him the gun and saying, you know, it's not too late, just stop this. Oof. And Terry turns around, and as he's, like, freaking out and trying not to cry, because you can tell Terry doesn't want to do this at all. Not one bit. No, and... Um, Terry says, uh, Barry, Mike is trying to make me give him my gun. And I, I kind of laughed at Barry because Barry was like, um, good, good for you. Shoot him, shoot him in the back of the head. Yeah. (laughs) Kill him. Yeah. And he, he starts to, Mm -hmm. pulls the gun up. And and this is when, um, Danny came up from the basement and she sees what's going on and quickly gets back down to the basement, runs over to the main power supply and hits the kill switch. Yeah, she starts flipping tons of breakers mm-hmm. before 
which don't appear to do much of anything until she hits the main breaker. Yeah. Which, that was my thought, too. I was like, the big one, the big yeah. one, bitch. Always. <laughs> what are you doing? Always go for the big one. <laughs> Usually the big one controls all I know you're at ones. least in your mid-20s. You know this. Yes. <laughs> You've had a breaker go out on you, yes. I'm sure. Come on. But all the lights go off, everything goes dark, and that's when everyone just gets up and runs. Yep. And that's when it turns into a, you got a gun? Get out there killing people. Yep. And uh, it goes pretty crazy for a little while. People getting killed all over the they place. They just started shooting like crazy in the lobby, which I was thinking, okay, you're going to hit one of your friends, your, one of the gunmen. Yeah. But, um, and several people do get shot, and they all run in their different directions, um... They go hiding, basically. Everybody just does, you know, what the normal shooter drill is. Even hiding under the tables in the cafeteria, which I remember thinking, oh my god, you're an idiot. Get out of under there. They can clearly see you. Oh. (laughs) But that, you know, shortly after that, time's up. Mm Mm-hmm. They only killed 29 people. But there was a big lead-up to that, like... um, there was, wasn't there? Oh, there was a huge lead-up. Like, wrote... Roberto and Danny are now on top of a, um, uh, elevator. elevator. Um, on top. On top. <laughs> and the elevator will soon be going up once Barry gets in there. He's not in there yet because we haven't got to the final challenge. No. Um, but this is when we see, uh, oh, the supervisor's it? name. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Terry? No, not Terry. No. The supervisor, um, this. Vince has corralled everybody down into the basement, and uh, one of the gunmen gets down there, the handsome guy, because he sees Danny again and leaves her again. And um, I believe this is when, uh, what did I say his name is? Vince. Vince, doesn't he grab the torch, the fire torch, and go after the handsome guy? He no, goes well, the tor- berserk. The torch has already de- been destroyed. That's right. No, you're right. Um, he does something where he knocks the gun out of the handsome guy's uh, Hand, hands, yeah. and I love that the whole fucking office group that was in the basement beat the oh, shit out of him did. to death. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, every, all the calm people that were down there, even Vince at this point, have snapped. They've had enough. They're mm-hmm. tired of... I mean, at this point, they're like, take out the guy that's been trying to kill everybody. Like, this is for the greater good. (laughs) And there's a whole bunch of... I wish I could remember everything that happened, but everything goes down at this moment. Yes, everything. And there's a bunch of random deaths that shouldn't be happening either. Some are accidental. Some are just people finally just being like, you know what? Fuck it. Oh. Because they give you a warning, too, is you have 29 bodies. One more. You have two minutes. You have two minutes. And this is is the Terry and Leandra Mm -hmm. thing because Leandra's, like, hiding in one of the rooms. That's right. That's right. She's got the, uh, oh, my God. God, someone on uh, on the Tales from Tulsa uh-huh. podcast that I can't believe this. This would tie in perfectly with that. But they were talking about how, using. They were like, if we were in a fight or something, and I needed a weapon in an office, I'd go for that big paper cutter thing. Mm-hmm. That's what that's Leandra what Leander does. For, and she gets it, <laughs> and God, she unscrews. <laughs> She everything to get the off. big blade off she pulls the blade off so it's like she's got like a machete looking mm-hmm. thing and she hides her heels underneath the desk to make it look like she's under the desk and if sure enough terry goes after her she jumps up she go- hits him in the yep. leg first and he goes down loses the gun mm-hmm. and then she comes out and she's just like 
both hands over her head, like <laughs> ready to go. And uh, well, he, she hits him in the arm, too. Yeah, or in the wrist. He, in the she wrist. almost that, cuts his he, wrist off. He went yeah. for the gun. Uh-huh. Hit him in the wrist. And he's sitting there crying, holding it. And she's ready to go. Like, one more hit would yeah. do it. And she's like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not going to hurt you. Or I'm not going to hurt you. And I laugh Because he that starts crying at this point like, and begging. You already hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already fucked him up, doll. <laughs> like, you fucked up his leg. You fucked up his arm. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but then that is, that's when we have the uh, time's up. All those people hiding under the tables except for one, I think it was, yep. in the cafeteria. Their heads all pop. Fucking poor Terry's head pops. Mm-hmm. Several more people's heads pop. Even. Oh. And when everything calms down, and of course our main characters are left, Keith is talking to an older lady, and he goes, I think it's over. And of course Keith blows yeah. up. I was so, I knew it was going to happen at some point, but I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the old lady that was being flirted with by... By Keith, mm-hmm. early on with the aunt uh-huh. in the movie, like she's talking to Mike, like mm-hmm. they're there together. Yep, her head blows up, and that's when Mike's just kind of like, <gasps> like I think that was his final breaking Stabbing point. point. And uh, then we get the intercom comes up, and uh, somewhere in there, uh, Roberto gets uh-huh. crushed by the elevator. Nope, that is comes that, after. Is that after? Yeah. But then the the final challenge gets announced. It's because cool. no Roberto and this is the last funny moment Roberto has because he's oh, sitting right. on top of the elevator with Danny with his arm around her trying to they're both just huddling together yeah, at this point for comfort yeah yeah and the the final challenge gets announced it's uh, the person with the most kills uh, gets to live yep gets to and, walk out of here and then the running tally is <laughs> and then it names were like uh, what, what was it uh, Barry was up top at 11, I think. I think so. Barry's like 11. Was it uh, Vince or someone, up bearded guy or something? No, it was a, a sure. pervert guy. Uh, oh, da, Wendell. Da, da, da. Wendell, he's at 7. Wendell's at 7. And then everybody else. And then it was like Danny at 1. Mm-hmm. And that's when Roberto just like slowly, slowly takes his arm <laughs> off of Danny. <laughs> and like... Starts cuddling himself like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. You've already got one. Yeah. <laughs> no, the poor girl, it was completely accidental. Yeah. But, so then, of course, you know, everyone's going after everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Le- Leandra is, mm-hmm. go, ends up downstairs, and she's calling over, I guess, the intercom. intercom asking uh, Mike to come down. And naming her floor. position yeah. and all that. And, oh, she meets, um, before she does that, she meets... Stoner guy and another guy, this uh, big bald guy. Yeah, he's he's stoner guy number yeah. two, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Oh, stoner guy number one. By the way, earlier was throwing out all the waters with oh the big guy, God. and they were Did like, "Did you drink it? You'll thank us for it. You'll yeah, thank me later." It, they were adorable, <laughs> and um, she finds them, and they're picking out the bombs of the people that weren't that their uh, their chips didn't go off yet yeah. that were shot. The ones that Barry shot, yeah. or the group shot. Mm-hmm. Picking it out, and um, he's telling Leandra, I'm picking out all the bombs, blah, 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 blah. And his uh, stoner number two guy is like, it's a stupid idea. And Leandra looks up, and she goes, no, it's it's a good idea. It's a yeah, really it's good, good idea. <laughs> and it was hilarious, because stoner guy number two is, like, super weirded out at that moment. He's like, 
I don't know who I don't know who I should be the big guard at this point to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how this is working yeah, anymore. But that's when she runs off to the intercom and um both like, the stoner guys are behind her saying, Don't fucking Don't do it. Yeah, don't you're you're naming our location and she goes, I don't care anymore. And uh he hears it, Mike hears it. He starts freaking out, and he starts to... Because he assumed she was dead at this point, yeah. too. So he takes off to go find her. Barry gets in... This is when Barry gets into the elevator, and it gets... That's what happens to Roberto that you were getting to. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, they start going up, and uh, Danny's able to jump off on the side, mm-hmm. which I thought from the get-go that they got on top of the elevator. Why wouldn't you do that? Cause yeah. Because every action movie I've ever seen where they end up yep. in an elevator shaft... There's, like, a ledge on the side that you could just stand on. Yep. That's where I would probably go to hide. I would have mm-hmm. probably, like Danny, I would have chosen the basement first. Yep. Then I would have chosen, like, well, fuck it. No one's going in the elevator shaft. Yeah. Like, who wants to do that? Yeah. But she gets off to the side. Uh, poor Roberto is not quick enough to do that or just I think he's in just in complete to... shock at that moment or something because he has like plenty that. of time to jump. He should have been able he to. He just didn't. I mean, he had, I think, three more floors before it finally yeah. hit him. Uh, he, he had his chance. He didn't take it. And mm-hmm. He gets crushed. Mm-hmm. But that st- makes the elevator get stuck. Yeah. Like, and now, Barry's fucked at this point. Barry starts flipping out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we end up seeing Wendell, like, a couple minutes later, dragging a body and just turning every couple steps and slamming his meat cleaver yep. into it. And then drops it, and uh, that's when he ends up meeting with uh, Leandra, mm-hmm. and she says something. He's like, "You, you killed so and so. He was your friend." And he's just like, "No, I didn't." She was just like, "You just hit him with the cleaver." <laughs> and he turns and looks. He's like, "Oh, I yeah. guess I did." Well, yeah. no, he goes, "Oh, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Motherfucker!" Oh my god! <laughs> very scrubs, yeah, right there. <laughs> And then they they get into it. How does I don't remember how he gets. Oh, he starts shooting at him mm-hmm. and takes out Stoner. And the Stone, Stoner, big guy number one and or number two, the uh, our main Stoner is like push the table, push the table because yeah. they're under the table in the cafeteria, and they start pushing the table towards him, trying to rush at him. Yeah. And uh, Stoner one finally gets a bullet in his head, which sucks. That did suck, but I, I didn't... He made it further than I expected. Yeah, definitely. You know, running around, dumping all the waters out oh, of yeah. the jugs, and just... It's all in my head. Yeah. It's all in my head. <laughs> Dude, someone's gonna kill you, because yeah. you're just sitting in plain sight every time I've seen yep. you. He's literally sitting on the counter of the cafeteria. <laughs> He's not even hiding at all. No. But Leandra does get to rush uh, Wendell, mm-hmm. smashes him with the table. She They hit him with something. Or she shot him, because mm-hmm. she had, like, two bullets. Shot him in, like, the arm or the gut. I don't know. It was, Something. like, some wing shot, you know. But he's still able to move. Yeah, he's very able. Uh, but she tackles him with that. And then she uses something to smack... Oh, the axe. Yep. Stoner number one, the louder one, had, had an axe. Oh, yeah, because whenever she met up with him in the first place about the bombs, he was like, all... What did he say? I'll axe the fuck out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> But then she does, we finally do get to see her. You know, we saw her with the paper cutter thing in her hands over her head. We got to see the axe over her head. And she finally down. loses it and just, I mean, bo- just botches his fucking face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's rough. It, it was It was, it was awesome. 
and then what? Uh, Mike, I think Mike comes down at that point. Well, they or, end up, yeah, because they're on the first floor at this point, yeah. and they meet up in the lobby. Barry's out of the because he rips off the handrail. Yeah. And in the elevator, and he rips open the elevator doors, climbs up, and somebody, oh, Danny. this is where, no, wait, this is when, um, before that, uh, Vince, our good guy Vince, that has lost his mind, has made uh, Molotov cocktails <laughs> right. at this point. <laughs> He's throwing those Which out. I was thinking, where the fuck did he get those? I guess he found like a thing of gasoline. I don't know. Oh, where he got okay, the, okay. I don't know where he, he got, got the, the bottles. bottles. Yeah, though. like that was weird. I know. I was like, okay, did was did Bud and his buddy like were they drinking downstairs? I don't understand. Like, maybe, but yeah, he's throwing Molotov cocktails at uh, Mike and uh, Leandra, mm-hmm. trying to hit them, and they, you know they go up and down all over the place, and then was it? Was it Barry that shoots Vince? Somebody shoots him. No, I don't think it was Barry. Well, it might have been. I don't know who shoots Vince. I can't remember who shoots No, Barry did shoot Vince. Yep. But he drops a Molotov cocktail Mm -hmm. and lights all the other Molotov cocktails that Mm -hmm. he had, and it explodes. And this is while Leandra and Mike are running, and uh, Danny gets down the elevator. The door opens, Barry hears the ding, turns around immediately without... Boom! Yep. Right between the eyes, man. Without even thinking, it was just... Just didn't care who it was. That was the most graceful kill, though. I gotta give it to Danny. (laughs) She still looked pretty shot dead in the head. (laughs) But then that's when we we go back to uh, Mike and uh, Leandra, Uh and we find Leandra's been shot. Yep. Because uh, they go and hide in the... There's some lockers, I guess. Yeah, it's office a, like a security room or something. Like. I don't know. But they go and hide in there, and um, Barry comes through looking for him. And, you know, Landra and Mike have their moment, and you know, she she's dies. Like dying, and mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, no. Yeah. Again, I didn't care for their relationship. Yeah. But then uh, uh, Mike ends up busting out and tackling Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their big battle. Of course, there's some hand-to-hand combat and all that. Oh, yeah. Very special ops training or whatever it was. And what? Fuck. Somehow, I don't remember how they end up on the floor. Oh, he ends up getting them in like a leg lock, like around yeah. his neck. Kind of like the triangle hold. Because at this point, behind. they have no weapons. Yeah. It's just all about fighting. But he ends up getting a hold of the tape dispenser. Oh, did you tell, did you hit the, where they hit the um, presentation? Oh, no. They, yeah. they do end up there's a the Belco PowerPoint presentation where it mentions there's 40, in 40 different countries, there's a Belco Industries. Yep. And talking about, um, we're here to train you for um, any high stress office, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. The whole background was hilarious. And yeah, they but, go on. But yeah, that's when that's when Mike gets the tape dispenser. When it was big, kind of mask, not masking, but yeah, I guess it would be masking, would masking tape yeah. dispenser. So maybe they're in like the mail room or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It didn't look like a mail room, but he just takes it and just like hits him in the head, and then like Barry just says like you changed nothing mm-hmm. as he's bleeding out of his head, yeah. and you know Mike's just like neither did you. Smash, smash, smash. <laughs> And he's dead. And then it's just like the shutter opens on the front mm-hmm. of the building. And 
just like, congratulations, Mike, whoever, you won or something, you're yeah. free to go. And the soldiers come in and grab them. And uh, they they take him out, and uh, you know he's like having trouble walking at this point. Like mm-hmm. he's being dragged. Well, I don't know if it's finally the sh- the adrenaline rush has finally left his body at this point because he's cut himself in the head. Oh yeah. He's been shot. Yeah, he's, he's been he's been knocked down to the stairwell with the. He got the shit beat out of him. Sure. He's been thrown into God knows what. I mean, this poor this guy has been beat to death. He shouldn't he shouldn't be alive at this right. point. This guy should not have made it through. No. <laughs> he pissed off enough people with guns and anger issues and shit. <laughs> but they drag him into the hangar finally, and uh, he ends up meeting the voice. Is this like half scarred? Yeah, face it's guy. like he survived a, a fire. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's it almost like, like yeah. maybe he went through one of these experiments, yeah. and then they brought him in. But then Very he starts Freddy Krueger face yeah. going on. He goes off to explain. You know, this is an experiment, and we are doing human experiments. So we, we just need you to answer some questions. We're not going to answer any of yours. Yeah, we're not here to answer your questions. We're gonna, you're going to answer ours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, while he's coming in, while uh, Mike's been brought in, he's, like, hitting all the guys, kind of resisting, mm-hmm. runs up to the guy with the voice and tries to shake him. Screaming, why, why, why would you do this? Yeah, and all that. And they try to explain to him all about it. And, or not all about it, but they try to ask him questions. What emotions are you feeling right now? A. Happy. Angry, sad, I that's relieved, not the order, but yeah. yeah, just all different ones. And some of them, I was just like, Who would feel that? No, no one feels that after this. Like, are you looking for a psychopath? Yeah, like, you've just made one, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. But he ends up just being, What does he say? They're just like, I think they threaten him, and he's just like, No, he's like, You don't, you can't threaten me. And he's like, We, ha-, he's like, If you saw everything. Then you saw me get the bombs mm-hmm. that were on the counter or wherever in the lobby. And he's just like, what? Huh. We should have. And he's just like, well, I've got, they're on all of you now. <laughs> and he like runs over and starts hitting the switches. and cause That all have um, everybody's names written on, yeah. uh, what's it called? Ma- Scott- more masking, masking tape. tape. Yeah. <laughs> more masking tape. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, the soldiers, you know, they blow, you know, on the sides where the bombs are. The guy with the, the voice, like, he has it on, like, maybe his stomach or something. Yeah. And he blows it up and falls down. And then, I don't, ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. The, after that, like, he says something. I forget what he says to him. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we start to pan out and we see all these monitors where other experiments have taken place. We see yep. the survivors in all of them. And there were some that were fucked up. Like uh, one was that we talked about on the car ride home. There was a man that was holding a gun to his head. And this is so fucked up that, of course, this popped in my head because he was about to kill himself. And I was like, well, that seems like a waste. Right. <laughs> Why would you do that now? Yeah. You could have done that way earlier and, and don't, helped Don't do that. But at the same time, I didn't bring this up. That chip is still in them. Yeah. So at any moment, they can hit the switch right. and they're going to die. If it would have been me... At that point, with that, when that happened, I would have probably ended up killing myself trying to get the chip out of my head. Because probably. I would be worried somebody's going to walk into this hangar. <laughs> See, that one switch 
and everybody is curious and hit it. What's this do? And you could have finally gotten to the hospital and be like, I need this out of my head right now. And they... (laughs) Too bad. But um, they definitely lead into a sequel for sure. And they Mm -hmm. say now something about now entering phase two. Yeah. (laughs) Right right as they start the credits. Yeah. It was was pretty fucking cool. It was crazy. I, I definitely... All it was right. not what I was expecting. So, out not of five stars, what would you what would you give the bell cover? I'm, I'm, I'd go four stars on this one. I really yeah. liked it. I right really on. liked it. Uh, what would you give it? Sorry, we gotta be a little quick because we've been going on. And on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it. I almost want to give it five. Um, oh. I'm gonna give it four and a half. Nice. The only thing nice. I didn't care for, like I've bitched several times, is I guess I just didn't like Leander's character at all. I mean, that could be. She, she bothered the shit out of me. <laughs> she was wasn't great. I didn't. No. I mean, she only had her cool action moments that I really liked, yeah. but her emotional parts weren't very no. emotion filled. I mean, if you're gonna make a strong leading lady that's supposed to be this badass, make her a badass, not this yeah. whatever you know. she was. Or at least if she's <laughs> gonna have the emotional parts, like yeah, really emote. Yeah, I didn't care about anything she had to say. No, just like, all right, you don't care. Oh wait, you do at the end. Weird. But I gotta okay. ask you, before we end this episode, if you were in this experiment, what what would you have done? Would you have taken Mike's reaction, try and save everyone, or would you have taken Barry's reaction to, all right, we have to make a decision to, one of us is going to survive. So at this point, it's everyone out for themselves i probably would i'd probably lean towards barry yeah yeah because i mean at that point it's like how are we gonna get the fuck out of here i think i would have leaned more towards realistically i would like to say i would have done what mike did but realistically i probably would have done what danny did and would have hid i'm really good at hiding and staying quiet probably would have gone the danny especially if there was a possibility i didn't have a chip fuck yeah i'd just wait if i if i knew i didn't have a chip or something (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'd have hid the whole time yeah like fuck you i'd have gone into the elevator shaft and be like yep just gonna hang out here yep not doing a fucking thing Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have hung out in the elevator shaft because eventually over those hours you your body would have gave out from being tired standing on that ledge and you would have you would have died yeah. somehow. So Somewhere in the basement. Right? I would have actually hid in one of the barrels and just stayed good. there. And I would have... You're a lot shorter yeah. than me, so the small places yep. are good for you. Oh, yeah. I'm really good at I'm fitting into tiny little areas. Tall and lanky, so whenever I... Yeah, you would have been small areas. You would have been like up. that guy, the nervous guy that was hiding in the freezer, and they found you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'd have found somewhere different to hide, but I'd have probably like hid somewhere for a while and then had to move. Mm-hmm. then hid somewhere else for a little while and then moved maybe find like an elevator shaft and just lay down and try to take a nap if i could yeah <laughs> Not well you would have rolled a, off ac unit or oh like a, yeah a, a vent <laughs> found somewhere to yeah. go and just stayed i'd have made you know where uh where danny hid the first time mm-hmm. and all the all those like containers i'd have just built like a wall or a little yeah floor and made it look like it was a solid stack yep and i'd just be laying in the middle of it just like mm-hmm try to sleep and try anything just yeah. to make it go by faster turn all the volume down on my phone i will say Facebook for the next four or five hours i was uh telling jordan another conversation we had on the way home was i really was hoping that our crazy stoner guy was right and i was hoping at the end it was going to show that this whole thing was just <laughs> a crazy vr fucking um just psychoanalysis test 
That would have been really cool. I was really hoping that was going to happen in the end. Like, the light coming through would have been them lifting the goggles off of Mike's face. Like that's, That would have been really That's cool. what I was hoping for, but obviously that's not what we got. No. But that would have been a great way to end, like, mm-hmm. an experiment. That would have been movie. like, holy fuck. <laughs> and they even said, did you read the forms that you signed when you got yeah. hired? That would have been yeah. an amazing lesson, like, read your shit before you sign on. You didn't say we couldn't. It's in the form. You could have said no. You're basically our property. We put a chip in you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Yeah. But anyways, guys, uh, that, that's, that's a lot of what we thought about the Belco experiment and a couple of offshoots in there, courtesy of me, because I always do that. But uh, <laughs> when you get a chance, check us out. All our past episodes are on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, and check out our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Horror Amino. Please, on iTunes, subscribe, give yes. a review, please. Yes, tell <laughs> us what you thought, uh, hit that like button, add some comments, all those things. Like, you know, shoot us up in the magic algorithm that is iTunes and SoundCloud to mm-hmm. start showing our podcast to other people. Uh, if you got some requests, let us know. And if you want to get you know, contact us. We're on all of those social media platforms. You can also get us at deadhourpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, For Dead Hour Podcast, I'm Jordan Catlin. I'm Tristan Catlin. Stay creepy.